Hey guys, and welcome to the Tabletop Turnips. I'm the DM, Kendall, and are you guys ready to get Tabletop Turn Up? So, today we are going to be meeting our players and their characters. So, guys, why don't you introduce yourself? Are we just doing it, like, in the... In the yeah. You first, chat Scott. Order? Me for Oh, okay, we're doing this backwards. Uh, hello. Okay. My name is Scott. I am going to be playing Nor Totem a monk a changeling monk uh as far as my background goes i was dropped off on the doorstep of a monastery a while ago it's honestly i've lost track of my age being that i can pretty much just look however i want to um i was dropped off there and i was brought in by the abbot he raised me as his own child um and then one day this horrible horrible plague struck the monastery and there was this healer that came around or not necessarily a healer kind of a doctor that came around and he said no why don't you guys like wash your hands and stuff uh and i went yeah you know what that makes sense because hands dirty body dirty soul dirty you know that kind of stuff so i did it but all the other monks were like mm, no i will just pray to our god uh and i'm like okay you guys are stupid and most of them ended up dying because of that well, most of them ended up dying because they prayed, not because I told them they were stupid. Um, so I decided afterwards to team up with that plague doctor, and together we've been roaming, looking for a place to, you know, for me to make my own monastery. You know, you know, promoting, promoting a little bit more of a logical look at things, uh, and for him to find his own laboratory. And with that, I'm gonna pass it off to Charles to talk about that plague doctor. Yes, the plague doctor goes by the name Hans von Benjarvog. He was born in a small village, and at the age of 12, a plague struck the village. Uh, he was one of the very few to survive, and he was forced to enter an apprenticeship with a, another plague doctor who had no medical training, and he was forced to dig his mass graves and bury his family and friends. Due to this, he went into a hermitage in an abandoned castle, and he was there for many years, researching plagues, and in his research, he found the gods. So, at the age of 40, he came out to find the answers he could not find while in his hermitage. Uh, he found Nortatum, and he, well, att he attempted to help the sect of monks, but being unable, he just decided to make a friendship with him. Uh, here's the garments of a plague doctor. And he's basically just a wanderer who tries to go out and help people. I Evan. Alright. My character name is Hadrian. I am a barbarian and a mountain dwarf. Um, pretty much my entire setup for this character is a person driven by just desire and overall reaction. I was raised in a very hostile and dangerous environment I was forced to always be on edge and I developed a taste for battle essentially I am pretty much always in a state of either rage um, lust or overall just um, empowerment and I really want to essentially further my own power and my own goals as I go on as much as possible and though I do secretly have a deep admiration for people and want to do good in my own character it doesn't come off as really obvious because of how i was raised and how 
overall cynical I can seem at times. And uh, pretty much that's really all I have for my character because it's really a more simpler character as in the fact that he doesn't need to have a background as much because of the fact that he was raised in the woods like this and he was raised with so many different obstacles that he had to overcome. He had very minimal contact with actual civilization other than a few traders and he really doesn't have a great sense of a person and that's pretty much it for me all right i suppose i'm up i'm walter i will be playing a character by the name of amelia um amelia she was born to two surf parents so you know class systems and all that and she was raised on the lands of a noble and she was also along with her she was also a god i can't talk today uh, okay so she grew up and she also had a best friend when growing up named rosalie and a big part of her you know background is that she and rosalie were pretty good friends and one day rosalie ended up getting killed by, I believe it was a horse accident. Uh, and she was haunted by nightmares almost constantly whenever she fell asleep. So she tried her best to not fall asleep. And so she ended up being able to, you know, fit a long rest into the amount of a time that you would fit a short rest into. And that is what's special about Amelia. Um, after her best friend died, she was like, I'm going to explore the world. And because the noble is kind of a nice guy, not the nicest noble, but he's, he's decent. He let her go explore and she's uses her musical abilities, because she's a bard by the way, to support herself in her endeavors. And it should also be noted that she carries a flute that used to belong to her best friend Rosalia, and that flute is basically the world to her. That's pretty much it for Amelia. Oh, Kendall, did you want me to describe kind of the different approach that we took to changelings? Yeah, because okay. that and stuff because that will be needed for many reasons later on. And also oh, boy. why Scott's allowed to do what he can do. Fun. Uh, so I guess, first I'm just gonna talk about the change that we made to Changeling. Essentially, um, kind of as the book states, it changes, if you're a human Changeling, you can only change to other kind of bipedal forms that are roughly the same size as you. Uh, but we said, you know, what about a true changeling? So essentially, a true changeling can change into anything, but I will always have the same biomass. So if I change into something a lot smaller than me, I'll have the same weight, I'll be just denser. Uh, this also means that I can transform into inanimate objects, such as tables, chairs, or also things like quadrupeds. Um, it was a crap shot for the fact that I was able to do this, but I'm a little bit scared to see where it goes. Uh, now talking about my character's appearance and there is one one other thing mentioned in here about the true changeling so a true changeling's primal form is that of a tall slender human with white skin completely devoid of hair even on the head 
Most true changelings only exist in this form as an infant before they find an appearance to latch onto. Once they do so, they are unable to revert to this primal form unless they experience an incredible deal of pain, either physical or emotional. Though I can freely change what I look like, I tend to go for a modest looking 30-ish year old man with short brown hair and gray eyes. This is a male figure that I've always had in my mind's eye, though at this point I honestly don't remember who it was, but I think it was someone who I remember from my old monastery. I think that about wraps that up. Oh, can we talk about trinkets? Yes, the magical music box of, uh, what do you call it? Nostalgia. So yes, Scott, you basically just made a long random list, and... I am, I am an absolute nerd and don't have many good things to do in my free time. Ah, nerd. So I, I, so I like making lists of just kind of like little trinkets, like, uh, just kind of weird things. For example, uh, one of the things that I have on a trinket list is a shovel that eats the dirt instead of shoveling it away. Don't know where I came up with that idea, but I did. Anyways, we digress. Um, I was allowed to give everyone a trinket, or more like everyone was allowed to roll to get a trinket. Yeah. Um... Let's just go down the list and everyone say what their trinket is. I will go first, even though I'm in the middle of the list. I'm just a rebel. Uh, so my trinket is surprisingly fitting to my character, despite being randomly picked. It's a music box that whenever I play it, you think that you've heard the song before, but you can't place a finger on it. You don't know what the song was, but you feel 100% sure that you've heard it before, and that's all the music box does. Alright, I have a essentially a badge, and uh, this badge is from an unknown military rank and country. There, No one knows where it's from, and no one has seen it before, so that's pretty much all it is. Uh, I have a recipe for a healing potion with ingredients that do not exist and i have a relatively uh, like a medium to big sized book filled brim to brim in a language that no one understands like period it cannot ever be understood and i think that about wraps it up as far as trinkets go unless the dm wants to get a trinket no my trinket is i am god so this world is a high fantasy world and a kingdom that sits in the center of it because yes the world is flat-ish don't get them started it's called the fania isles which is a grouping of seven isles in a large sea and so that is where our players will be starting off on one of the smaller isles high fantasy world medieval type your generic DD kings adventurers Lots of magic. Also, I will be ignoring the rules of physics. Physics? No, you can't just ignore the rules of physics. I think it is important to note that the vast majority of us are studying very heavy heavy sciences. Yes. So we're we're, we're big nerds. Except Evan. (laughs) Yeah, we're all really big nerds in yeah, I'm one. planning on being a rocket scientist. If I mess up, I have 2,000 hours of hours. 
Oh, we're not we're not going into this now. Guys, stop trying to compete with these men. I win. Hands down. I have like only says on Steam that I have. Cut us off. Goodbye.